The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. There. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi. It's lovely to be with you. It's very sweet. Whether you uh, are a regular at Happy Hour or, or joining for the first time, yay! Lovely to be with you. I'm Nikki, um, and uh, I thought the theme for tonight, since this is happy hour after all, and besides, I mean, we know that practicing metta, the reason why it's called happy hour is because practicing metta, loving kindness, and the practices of the heart make you happy. They bring joy. And we can cultivate our hearts and minds to notice to 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 notice what's good instead of notice what's challenging because our minds do that anyway that's our evolutionary um uh, uh, bequest that we receive from our ancestors we're always looking for what's challenging what's difficult what's not going right but we rarely actually lean into what is going well and and the blessings in our lives and when we do tune into uh, what brings us joy. There is more joy tuning into what's good. So, and and vicarious joy or mudita is one of the practices um, as part of the four um, practices of the heart, the four Brahmavihara. So anyway, long way of saying that tonight, we're going to turn um, towards joy, cultivating our hearts to notice and and um, appreciate where there is, where there is happiness and goodness and blessings in our lives, internally, externally. And um, the last thing I want to say, this is not an avoiding practice. It's not like, oh, yeah, Pollyanna-ish, like, oh, yeah, I'm depressed and unhappy and challenges and I'm just going to push him away and be happy, happy. That's not the idea here at all. The idea is, yes, can we include it all? Can we, in fact, gain more stability and strength um, from not being lopsided, from not being lopsided and just leaning into what's difficult, but actually uh, get a little more balance? Like, yeah, there there is challenge and there's all these wonderful, amazing blessings in my life, too, because it's so easy for us not to see that, to dismiss that altogether. Together, just focus on what's not going right. And that's what we do as human beings. Hello, welcome to being human. So so we want to to train our hearts to be a little more balanced. That's to to uh yeah, to, to have more equipoise, more balance, to hold not just the sorrows, ten thousand sorrows, uh, but the ten thousand joys of life. So that's the preamble. And uh Let's begin. Let's begin practicing together. So meditating together. So I'd like to invite you to ah, to assume your meditation posture, whatever is comfortable for you. Whatever is nourishing, could be lying down, sitting up, standing up. And 
Relaxing the body, turning the attention towards the body, inviting it to relax, to soften. Relaxing the feet, the legs, offering their weight onto the earth. Relaxing the legs, the sit bones, offering their weight to the cushion in lieu of the earth. Offering the weight of your upper body, your trunk, your neck, shoulders, our dear heavy head, offering the weight of all this, our arms. Ah, our sit bones, to the chair, to our legs, to the earth. Letting the body be relaxed. Soft, and yet for it to have a sense of integrity, sitting with dignity, dignified. Like a mountain. And relaxing and receiving the breath. In breath, the out breath, letting it be received in the abdomen. Calming, soothing, settling. Let the heart be relaxed, whole body be soft. The body is relaxed, then the mind can relax. The mind can be soft and receptive. Receiving the in-breath, just this in-breath, just this out-breath in the abdomen. And if the mind is wandering, it's okay. Can it be kind to the puppy of the mind running around? Not kicking the puppy, but inviting it to rest with the breath, petting the puppy of the mind. Here, sweetheart, here's the breath. Calming, soothing, as if there's a puppy on your lap. You're stroking, petting it with the breath. 
breath be nourishing, like petting, gentle loving. Can this be more? Can this moment be nourishing? Just connecting with yourself, your body, your breath. Appreciating the calming, the soothing nature of this moment. Nothing has to get done. Nothing has to be done, get accomplished. Let go of wanting a particular experience, a particular this or that. Ah, Just being is enough. Just being is enough. Can it be enough, really enough?
And now I'd like to invite you, if you would, ever so gently, to invite someone, some being, could be a friend, a benefactor, a parent, a teacher, a coach, or a pet, or a child, someone who feels like a blessing in your life. You're grateful for them. And there could be aspects of the relationship and in the past have been challenging or still are, but not to lean into the challenge at this moment, but, but leaning into the blessing of this being in your life, your goodness, and inviting them as if you're seeing them through your heart's eye if your eyes, your perception was in the middle of your chest, you're perceiving them through your heart. Your heart was opening up and receiving them. Receiving them, saying, thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Thanks for being born. And leaning into savoring the goodness of how they make you feel. Perhaps you feel safe with them. Maybe you feel relaxed around them or just happy. You want to spend more time with them, be around them, this being. Receive them with your heart's eye, your heart's perception. Leaning into the good goodness, the gratitude, the care, the love, with each breath. Maybe a smile shows up on your face. Let yourself really soak it up. Soak up the goodness of this blessing.
yourself abide and rest in the goodness. As if it's stereo sound all around the goodness of this relationship permeating your heart, this being. Now bowing to that, letting it go. And now inviting, perhaps, an experience in the past you've had, which just uplifted your heart, nourished you, maybe an experience in nature, sense of awe being in nature, maybe. It was a gathering with individuals or, or through art or music. Just a moment that you think of, oh, that was a beautiful moment. I'm so grateful that in this life I got to experience this. Many things came together to make it possible. Bring this moment into your lived experience in this moment. So you're breathing it in with gratitude, with appreciation. Not for sadness, I want more of it. It's not here, no, let, let go of that. That's extra, but gratitude, that oh, beautiful goodness. Such a blessing in this life, in this very life. Letting yourself savor, re-savor the gift, the joy, the gladness. Trust that you can find. Trust that you can find a way in your heart to do this. Each of us can. Find your own way. See what works for you. Let it wash over you, the goodness. Blessing that you have savored, you have experienced. The blessing this being who is you has experienced. also be a moment from deep meditation that felt like a blessing. 
and bowing to this too, appreciating, letting it go. Now opening your heart through to perhaps something that right now is a blessing in your life that you tend to take for granted, but bringing it close. Now that we have primed the pump of appreciation, whatever it might be, a blessing, a gift, a relationship, just simply be that you are alive with all its ups and downs. It's a marvelous gift that keeps opening with fascination. Nothing has to be done. Just being.
And we let go of the burden of doing for a moment and lean into the blessing of being. I'd like to share a poem with you. Let it wash over you. This is by E.E. E. Cummings. In this poem, <clears throat> he mentions God for you. For some of you, the word works. And for some of you, you may like to think of divinity or the universe as a substitute, just to make it work for you. So here we go. Let it wash over you. I thank you, God, for most this amazing day. I thank you, God, for most this amazing day, for the leaping greenly spirits of trees and the blue true dream of sky and for everything which is natural, which is infinite, which is yes. I who have died, I am alive again today. I who have died am alive again today. And this is the sun's birthday. This is the birthday of life and of love and wings and of the day great happening illimitably earth and of the day Great happening, illimitably earth. How should tasting, touching, hearing, seeing, breathing, any lifted from the know of all nothing, human merely being, a doubt unimaginable you? How should tasting, Touching, hearing, seeing, breathing, any lifted from the new of all nothing human merely being doubt, unimaginable you. Now the ears of my ears awake, and now the eyes of my eyes are opened. Now the ears of my ears are awake, and the eyes of my eyes are opened. Everyone, thanks for your practice. Ah, think of this as a poem of deep, deep gratitude, deep gratitude to the world, to the universe, to just being, to the mystery. And that's another word we can use to the mystery. How can we doubt this mystery? We don't even know what it is. And here, yet, we are seeing, touching, feeling, breathing, knowing. Wow, this is pretty wild. Is pretty wild. So, so I'd like to invite us <clears throat> to engage with each other and in, in, uh, in holding each other with gratitude, to have this sangha, these 
other seeing, touching, feeling, breathing human beings who are just amazing like we are. This is incredible. They also cognize and talk like we do. Wow. Can we have appreciation for each other in this community? And as we enter the small groups, the invitation is, again, relating from this place of gratitude. There are other human beings on this path who are practicing with me, along with me. And making space for kindness when you speak, you're speaking for your own benefit, not to ask questions, not to educate. They're just holding you witness with, with kindness, and you hold them witness. And the prompt is, um, what, what did you discover in this practice? Um, what was it like for you? So you're just really reporting from this practice, what just happened past 30 minutes, not from the day, not from just right here. I like actually... Well, I feel lighter, I feel more appreciative of this person who's in my life, or I fell asleep. That's perfectly fine. It doesn't have to be the right answer. It's just sharing, sharing, coming together, and holding yourself with acceptance and appreciation. Uh, Even if what arose is not what you like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, And uh, the order of speaking, let it be... The person whose birthday is closest to January 1st will go first, and then second and third. And um, yeah, no asking questions, no directing. You just offer something from your own experience. The next person will speak, and then the next person, and then go around and around for a few times. And just creating a metta soup, a gratitude soup. Um, and also another thing you could be mentioning, if you like, is is what you're grateful for what what do you what are you appreciating what are you appreciating right now that's something that you can bring in and if and if you're holding witness just let your heart rejoice as if this was you this is you who has this gift in your life this relationship this friend um this relative that's like oh yes very dear or this pet oh yay Rejoice, rejoice for one another. And notice that your joy will increase when you rejoice for one another. So those are the invitations. And uh, creating the breakout rooms, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Okay, here we go. Hi, welcome back. How was it? What did you discover? You can either type in chat if you have reflections, questions, complaints. Uh, and if you type them to me, um, probably I won't read your name. And if it's just, if it's to everyone, I'll read your reflection. You can also raise your hand. You can bring your voice into the group, especially if you haven't spoken recently. Uh, you are invited. So how how are you feeling? What did you discover in the guided meditation or or in the group? Hugh from San Diego. Mickey, thank you for uh, this wonderful um for the poem, the poem of gratitude, um of meditude, I think you said, you know. <laughs> we uh 
you wordsmith, you, you know. So we, uh, we, we had, I had fun in, in our group. Uh, my life is kind of falling apart because my bathroom has collapsed and I don't have a toilet to sit on in, or a bath or a tub to take a bath in. Or, and I was thinking, oh, woe is me. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, I, I picked up, uh, I, I've been reading Nelson Mandela's autobiography, and he described how he grew up in a mud hut with no, <laughs> with a stream that ran nearby. Oh, what a joy it was growing up there. And suddenly uh, my life felt much lighter, and I, I had a great wave of meditude swept over me. So thank you, Nikki, for leading me here. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, your metitude and and also I'm I'm sorry to hear how challenging it is and also how beautiful that you know the perspective can shift from as you said. I'm just reflecting back what you said from woe is me to oh there's wow, here's another being who didn't have access to easy you know, plumbing and you know what we take for granted and Gosh, there was a lot of joy and, and wow, the perspective shifting and how powerful is that? Really, how powerful that is that we can, we have that choice and, and, uh, can go from always me to metitude and gratitude. Thank you. Thanks for modeling that. Um, one of you says it made me reflect on the thinking about others versus holding them warmly and acceptingly in the heart. Beautiful. Thank you. And one of you is asking about the name of the author of the poem. It's E. E. Cummings uh, is the name. And actually, uh, I have no doubt Neil is going to, uh, has already found the poem. There it is. He's going to please. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. And I have no doubt he's also probably going to share it in the Google groups, knowing how awesome Neil is. So, so thanks, Neil. Um and one of you says, I went and saw this many how and where Mandala lived. Oh, that's that's nice. I didn't know that one could go and see, do a per- pilgrimage to where where he lives. So, so Hugh, somebody said that that's the case. So now you know you can do that as well uh, if you're inspired after reading the, uh, the uh, uh, biography. Any other reflections? Any other questions, reflections, discoveries? And Kathleen, I'm loving your T-shirt. Love heals. Yay. <laughs> Love your T-shirt. <laughs> Wanted to give a shout out. Love definitely heals. Absolutely. Of course. The other reflections, what came up for you? Um, maybe as I'm asking that, I'll give a practice report because I'm still recovering. As many of you know, I've been away teaching, traveling, and, and lots of challenges and and uh since I've come back I've been sick, so I'm still recovering and and doing this meditation with you, just there was more turning towards joy and goodness and gladness and there's more energy I feel in my heart, in my body. There's just my my face wants to smile. It's like, oh yeah, there is goodness. Yeah, their body's in pain and it's achy and challenged and, and yet there's joy, there's happiness. So they can all coexist. So and Serena, 
Serena, it would be lovely to see you if your camera is off. would love to see you as well as you're sharing your reflection. You're still muted. Yes, I, um, I, as well as the person who I was, um, sharing with, um, um, I was very, um, aware of the importance of that metaphor that you used, um, about the puppy. I think it's really, uh, it just, it lines things up. You know, it's like a lot of times, um, I'm not there. A lot of times, you know, either I'm meditating or during life, things seem pretty heavy. And, um, so there's a lightness about, you know, um, you know, um, having some empathy for the mind that's constantly going, you know, and, and just that image of the puppy was extremely helpful you know, much more loving and appreciative and, um, uh, yeah, and more, more possibility of loving kindness and joy there. Beautiful. Thank you for highlighting that more possibility of, of loving kindness for ease with this puppy of the mind. It's just, it opens things up. It, it's not, it doesn't have to be so heavy anymore. Oh, it's the puppy of the mind. Everybody has a puppy as their mind. It's not just me. Like this is what happens. So beautiful. Thanks for highlighting that, Serena. That 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 um, opens something up for you and bringing it back into the the container of our practice, so that others also can be a gift to others. For for them, it's highlighted for them to. Um, if that wasn't it, that didn't get didn't get lit up for them. Maybe it gets lit up now through your practice report. That oh yeah, something happened here. Something shifted for me, people, and uh, inviting them to experiment with it. So this is lovely. Thank you. And Mahesh, we'll take your reflection as the last one. Um, so, so I have a question on the practice. Do we follow breath while we imagine? Um, people uh, that's one thing and uh, uh, the second thing is uh, we talk about like the same thing about the practice uh, they suggest we bring a benevolent person then to yourself and then to I think I don't know the order fully but uh, do do the entire thing or do we just uh, do the benevolent person and uh, like yeah, what how to do how to do the order and what to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so the two questions. One is, do you still follow the breath? Um, so, so you can. So here's the distinction I want to make. So one is, in this meditation we did at the beginning, I invited you to receive the breath, to relax and receive and. Notice I'm using relax and receive because follow sometimes can be a little like you're trying to follow the breath because like I don't use the word follow or focus because that can get the mind tight. And so words are very important as how we relate to our practice. So relax and receive the breath in order to calm and settle the mind. And that's what we do before we turn towards metta because there's some settling of the mind that's needed. So, so then you can, you have options, Mahesh. One, one option is to follow the invitations, bring in the, the, um, uh, image of the person, et cetera. So, so, 
uh, turn towards that. And sometimes it can be helpful for some people to to also keep the breath, breathe with this process. But for some people, it's too complicated. It's like, wait, or, oh, what am I doing? So so you don't need to. There are some some invitations, sometimes some practices, loving kindness practices that are um, that metta is intertwined with the breath. This one that I invited you tonight, it isn't. So you can let go of the breath. You can just let go of it. It's fine. You've kind of settled. But sometimes it's helpful to 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 bring it in to continue to calm. So I'm offering options. Um, hopefully not confusing you any further, but knowing that you have options. But for this one, you can let go of the breath and be with the invitations of really savoring, savoring the the goodness and the joy. Uh, and then if the mind wanders, it could be helpful to come back with the breath and then settle, settle with the breath within the body. And then the question regarding the order. Uh, so the, um, this, this particular practice t- t- today, uh, was a made up order. And what I mean by made up is that, um, practicing loving kindness is skillful means. It's whatever works. With Vipassana, we're paying attention to things as they are, as they come up, come and go. With Metta, loving kindness, we're cultivating our heart to be kind. So if bringing um, someone uh, really worked for you, great, do that. And if it was something, it was an experience that you're savoring, if that worked, bring that in. If it doesn't work, don't do that. If bringing the present moment worked, bring that. So so I was building it up. Uh, if As you will hopefully come to uh happy hour more you'll see that not uh, the practices are always different it's just the ways of finding ways to cultivate our heart so it's not one set recipe so whatever works for you and you may want to spend more time with the puppy of the mind just calming soothing loving the puppy of the mind whatever works to cultivate um kindness does does that answer your question does that help Yeah. Oh, you can. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Lovely. Appreciate the question, the clarification. Okay, everyone. Thank you all for practicing, for cultivating, for for petting the puppy of your mind kindly, gently, lovingly. We all have puppies. May we love them. May we be kind to ourselves. And to other beings who have puppies just like us who run around. And so may you be well, may you be happy, and may we may be uh metaphor, grateful, metaphor. All right. May all beings be well, may all beings be happy. Thanks everyone. Take good care. I'm gonna ask you to in to unmute yourself and say cacophonous goodbyes. Here you go. Thank you, Nikki. Bye-bye. Thank you. 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 Thank you.